Welcome uh, to the Teamwork Arts podcast. Uh, the idea here is uh, to go behind the scenes and try to figure out the thoughts behind the actions of the people who create the art. And uh, today, of course, uh, we have uh, Ashutosh Sharma with us. Uh, now, Ashutosh, I know, uh, hates labels, but uh, uh, for the sake of clarity, uh, co-founder of Amaras Records and the Amaras Society for Performing Arts. Uh, which has uh, brought to us the likes of Barmer Boys and now uh, Rehmate Nusrat. Uh, he's he's been uh, he's been passionate in uh, in the face of uh, a lot of adversity. It was uh, when when did the uh, when did the idea of first of all, of course, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us, Ashu. Thank you for having me. And uh, uh, the story I know is a very interesting one <laughs> about how Amaras Records started. So why don't you tell us about uh, that a little first? Well, it just basically it started trying to, uh, out of frustration that there was no decent music available. And then it just so happened that I was uh, trying to salvage some band. And uh, for that I had to get in touch with a label who had the rights. So I couldn't get in touch with them from the travel agency that I was running. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so like a true Punjabi, you do things first and think much later. Uh, I just decided, okay, let's start a record label, called up Ankur in the US, starting a label and... Uh, Ankur, of course, Ankur Malhotra, the yeah. other man behind the thought. Yeah, so someone who we've grown together, so right. been listening to music so since childhood, basically. Right. So, so the idea just came and it was just there, and then it started. We tried to salvage the band, that didn't happen, but a label was formed. <laughs> it was, uh, and and a very interesting band it was that you tried to salvage. No, what band was that, Ashu? So that was uh, Minhal, uh, uh, sorry, Mikal, Mikal, Mikal Hassan band. The Mikal Hassan band, which had uh, the the absolutely fabulous Javed Bashir uh, uh, singing for them and Mikal Hassan on the guitar. It was, uh, it had become quite a phenomenon. But uh, out of that phenomenon, actually came out Amaras Records. <laughs> yeah, it was strange, but it, it happened like that. That was the, the the way the events took place. It was quite funny because. Uh, as I said, that entire project didn't take off and then we were left with a label and <laughs> then things started moving again through uh, a bit through the travel side because we were handling work for the seduction and then we launched the label with releasing that album. This of course was Manganiyar Seduction, uh, Royce Nabel of course. Yeah, right. So then we launched the label in 2010 uh, with a show at Purana Kila. Right. So, and that's the, now it's been what, 10 years, 11 years now. 11 years. And almost 20 albums down. And because you've never really believed in doing things the normal way, you actually took an 8-track, put it in the back of the car and, and drove straight into the interiors of Rajasthan to figure out uh, the legends who people didn't really know. I mean, I personally got to know of uh, Rukma Bai because of Amaras Records. I personally got to know about Via Farka Ture and, uh, and his associations because of Amaras Records. So, um, not, an, not an easy way to actually try and, uh, try and get more music out of the, uh, out of the country, is it? Uh, we, uh, we always felt that it was not going to be easy, but it was not going to be difficult either. Mm. It just required some time. I mean, basic, I mean, we always believe that good music works. 
it will just take time because it's not your you know it's not popular music right. so so for us the 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 for the launch was quite a kind of a you know wake up call because we launched the label we had about 4000 people at purana kila uh we made it to you know time magazine music of the uh, photos of the week and so on but 4000 people came in they knew of the the director of the production uh and they before the show after the show they got to know okay he's done this some people knew about him as well and everybody else also got to know about this new label called amaras what was shocking was that not a single person went back home knowing their name of any artist that's a great point which yeah. is which is the like uh, kind of a slap on our face in that kind of wake up moment for us sure that uh, and we realized that is the situation in the entire folk space, space. in the country for sure uh, unless the artist makes it to bollywood or something and uh, you know uh, has one big hit Of Bollywood course. hit. Of Otherwise, they are purely known in a regional space and not even across the country. So, so that's when we then went in and uh, tried to do field recordings and initial albums. All a friend of mine sent his old. Uh, he's a he's a for, uh, radio journalist. Right. So he asked me, "What are you recording on?" I'm like, "Whatever I have, I don't know." So we're carrying some stuff and then. he sent me his old uh, tape field recorder so the first two albums were actually two track analog uh, you know single takes in the field uh, and this was rukma bhai wasn't this it this was rukma bhai and that the albums were mitha bol and banko bhora and the idea was to okay just put the it was like various artists but all we did was put their names and their photographs yeah. because that's how you identify what, uh, a face Uh, you know a name and the sound and uh, rukma bai's story is a fantastic one the first female manganiyar actually wasn't she yeah she was the first female manganiyar i mean we got to know about her during our field work and so on and right. everybody said you must record her and so on and we got to know that she was the first female to sing in public and her story was a, a, a crazy one she was uh, had polio on both her legs uh, a uh, widowed i think at a very young age eventually by the time she finally performed in public uh she used to piggy back on her mother or uh, to wow. get on stage wow. uh wow. you know because yeah. she couldn't afford a wheelchair or anything for that and there was strong stigma as well you told yeah me. i mean everybody basically uh they we, we used to get we were getting mixed signals somebody told us she's passed away somebody told us she's gone not in her village so don't go there because mainly a lot of people still believe that it was not the done thing that she sang in public i mean eventually she we we know of that she sang in on bbc radio and so on but sadly those were the last i mean last three proper or you know or you can say one of the few recording that uh, exist of her i mean when and this this was actually the turn of the century wasn't it? this was i think 2000 wasn't it this or was 2010 december when wow. we recorded her and uh, it uh, we launched the label in november in about a week's time i, I we drove in 
basically to do these field recordings sure. and uh, finally recorded her in that time by the time we were mixing and mastering those uh, songs that we had done by in july in 2011 we got the news that she had passed away so and uh, of course you seem to have made a habit of uh, getting people to know about some of the greatest artists that no one knows about uh, sakar ji of course uh, who have had the privilege of interviewing because of you um, arguably one of the greatest sindhi uh, uh, he was the kamaicha player actually one of the greatest of the art form so to speak um, <laughs> everyone used to joke that unhone shaadi kamaicha se ki and i remember the uh, the interview that we had done and he was not bothered he was not bothered about what we were asking him or you know what the answer he was only bothered about tuning the kamaicha right and he got the padmashri as well uh, did did that happen before or after you uh, you started recording it uh, happened after we started recording uh, i think uh, it was around the same uh, same year that we released the album and uh, he was awarded the padmashri arguably the patriarch of the clan in a sense yeah. i mean he was seen as such wasn't he oh completely and and what like uh, i mean the the kind of headmaster you would want <laughs> you know sure. because uh, he as you said i mean all he was interested in was music i mean yeah. we've heard when he even when he passed away we had gone to the village uh you know people from all age groups all castes which is very rare in rajasthan right you know coming in paying respects and then having stories where like you know my my 10 year old kid was playing gulli danda outside of whatever cricket in the village and he comes back in the evening singing three songs <laughs> like how did you know these songs oh sakarba he was sitting there smoking his bidi and while he was smoking he taught these kids some songs you know that kind of a do and yet his children had to be actually drawn back into the music i mean they were no no not not his children actually that was lakha ji okay. uh, uh, his children again the the tragedy was we recorded sakar ji at the uh, age of 72 uh, released it that album got five stars and top of the ratings by songlines Song top lines. of the world kind of rate which is basically the definitive uh, uh, magazine and charts for world music in a in a way i mean and they don't just do ratings they actually listen they they explain why it got the five star rating yeah. and and sakar ji's album the at home uh, uh, got five star uh, uh, yeah that got five stars and top of the world and i mean we've got five stars also for the mitha bol and banko ghodo for uh, that matter but but the, the 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 point is that what were his recording and what could would have his sound been you know at a younger age and so on it's it's great that we did this but it's tragic that you know you don't have all this music available and sadly no not many people are even trying to do this and you know the lost heritage heritage bit of our music is just so tragic because because there's just such a variety and such uh, uh, such uh, uh class in it you know i mean uh, as in, as in the pure musicianship of it is just so fantastic and now of course lakha ji also has lakha khan ji uh, the singhi sindhi uh, sarangi maestro has also got the padmashri this year which which is spectacular isn't it i mean finally finally he's actually like got the you know recognition he deserves 
uh, which wasn't there at least for the last well, eight till eight years ago when he when we met him eight nine years ago when we started working with him. But you've you've actually been into the interiors of Rajasthan and and from the conversations that we've had, uh, I do gather that there's been the discrimination irrespective of all of this. The discrimination is still pretty much a way of life. As yeah, far yeah, as it's pretty like routine. So it's like. Only we as outsiders get pissed or something, you know, right. get agitated with all this. But uh, for all of them, it, uh, it's just there. Like the translator would come to Sakarji's place for the uh, interview. Uh, story that some reporter was, you know, doing. Right. He immediately came in and announced his cast. And, you know, with a glance, Sakarji told his grandson to get a bottle of water basically resealed from outside. Now, it's, it's tragic, but it's, uh, you know, that guy is basically getting his income of, for translation because of Sakarji, but he's of a higher caste, so he can have water only from outside, but not from that house. But he can earn from, his, uh, from that house. But he can't have water from that house. It was and it's, it's par for the course. And it's pretty normal for everybody. So it is there. It is there. And that, I mean, we get agitated, but we try not to do anything because we are not there for ever. Sure. And it's not for our thing to disrupt. You know, your 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 city we can do is get the yeah. We have, we have that. All we a lot of people just they look at us and say Goro Goro or something, and then we have to tell them in Hindi Goro nahi Gurgaon. <laughs> But you know that's the thing. I mean, our city slicker instinct would ask, would 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 propel us to rebel or do something. But uh, that's the thing that is um, sort of not being understood enough that there are greys and and you know life is lived in those greys. Well, it is not correct. But the fact is that you're not there to fix it, and sure. they are. Way low down on the food chain, beyond a, in in that structure. So it's not your fight to fight. I mean, because you, you're not there, you can come and agitate for a day and go back or do something. Mm. Eventually, it's their life that will get affected. Mm. Mm. You know. That's and, yeah. That's food for all. And and it's it. So you can't really you can't fight somebody else's battle. Basically, sure. you know, for in sure. that sense. I mean, you can say it's bad, but. Uh, Wherever it happens in front of us, we don't generally allow, at least, I mean, you know, are not trying to be party to that, but because sure, sure. they wonder why you as a higher caste is sitting with them and, you know, right. and eating food in the same plate or something like that. So, yeah, realities. But uh, the reality also is that, uh, that, that from the. <laughs> But the reality also is that uh, there was a there was a happy result of uh, the meeting with Rukma Bai, which was uh, Mangi Khan. <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny because how, it just how that happened. I mean, the story of Badmir Boy is uh, we had gone to record Rukma Bai, and uh, she calls this guy to accompany her on the harmonium. He calls Mangiya, so he he runs over, gets his harmonium, starts playing. When we do these three recordings, it's uh, the village is like basically it's beyond Barmer and it's it's basically the last village before the border. 
So you're that corner of Rajasthan and Gujarat and Pakistan. Wow. So you're right there at the end. We were end, at the end of our, you know, recordings, one, ten days in the desert, in the villages and so on. And then we finish all this and then this guy on the harmonium says, Main bhi gata Mujhe bhi record karo. At that moment, we were too tired, I think. So, and anyways, okay. Two mics and some eight towels. Right. So that's all we had for these recording sessions. <laughs> so, so we just put them on the other side, okay, come and <laughs> record. And we were zapped when we heard him. We did two, two songs that night. And driving back at some 11.30 from Barmer back to Delhi from there. We were thinking like this guy needs a band because we were just blown by his voice at that point. And it took us a year to figure it out and that's uh, a year later we got in touch with Raiz and other guys and then told them we are forming a band, it's your band. Then got, <laughs> got them to debut at... Uh, so, of course, nobody would let you, you give you a space. Of we course. decided to have our own thing, the Amaras Desert Music Festival, and then got him to debut with VF Arkad Theore. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, the, the, the story is that we, it was, we were still debating on the name of the band, and finally now the, it was the day of the show. So, there were two days, and the plan was they'll play with VF on both days, so, sure. you know. But day one, we didn't have a name. We were still fighting over it between Ankur and me, <laughs> trying to figure out, thrashing out names. But day two in the morning, we were like, okay, man, Barmer Boys works, and we don't have much time. <laughs> and that's how Barmer Boys happened, the name. And okay, now today's poster will read Barmer Boys with BF. Because we hated that term, Rajasthani, or you know, yeah. Because, you know, when we started, we started getting bookings, as I said, even in the city, because there's no identity For sure. of these musicians. For sure. We start getting booking char Rajasthani bedo. I'm like, I mean, Alu Rajasthani Nobody will call up and ask you for four French musicians. For sure. Or for, for they'll, they'll ask you for a, they'll give a name yeah. or they'll give a sound or you know specific some somebody sounding like this or Absolutely. that band or that artist. This and is this is was the generic problem of Rajasthani uh, this you know tune from the dune type of sounds. Absolutely, and then of course from there to Roskill's been a pretty uh, pretty cool journey, and now of course you've got to the hills. Uh, where Rehmat Nusrat is uh, is creating waves now. That's your that your latest uh, uh, passion, so to speak. Yeah, not passion or current uh, latest artist. You see, the idea was to first build inroads and then work with more artists. So once you've done all that work of taking artists, whether Barmer Boys or Lakaji and everybody else abroad and all over. Now it's just a matter of now getting more artists and giving them space Absolutely. and you know. So we met uh, these guys, uh, came to, uh, landed up meeting them basically on terms of they were folk musicians from you know Kumaoni, Garhwal and that region. 
and uh, so they come and we are having this chat and he saying but actually we are a kawali group <laughs> <laughs> and it's called rehmat e nusrat so i was like okay now the the humility with of that name yeah. of rehmat e nusrat rather than you know nf one of those or whatever one uh, you yeah. some those kind of name that you would put with nusrat just like got me going i'm like this is very interesting so what what do you have and it, it was mind blowing as i said absolutely and it's been mind blowing uh, the the work that you've been doing of course and we thank you for that and uh, of course uh, when rehmat comes in we'll we'll have you back um, uh, with us talking with them as well so ashu uh, thank you very much for the work that you've done and uh, and for the music that you've brought us and thank you for being a part of this podcast